0: Welcome to the Marketplace Missionaries Podcast. My name is Donnie Swanepoel. I'm here with my good friend, Kai Jeans, and our special guest today, Taylor Stokes. This is episode two with Taylor, and so welcome back. I'm so glad uh, you're back, and we get
1: to hear more about
0: your story.
2: I'm glad to be
1: here. Yeah, just recapping off last week for the audience here, you know, went over uh, your business at Stoko. Thanks for sharing that with us, you know, how you got there. Spiritual journey in into that, and just some struggles and some wins there. So, if we're looking at people graduating college that are really wanting to go into entrepreneurship, women specifically, like, what are some practical principles, especially from a, adding the biblical side in there too, like coming out of college that you would give them?
2: Uh, don't be afraid to dream and email everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was graduating college, and I had a very broad degree of communications and PR that could go into so many different fields, and so I just started researching companies that I respected and that uh, seemed to have a great culture and I wanted to be a part of, and I just started, whether they had a job posting or not, I was reaching out to them, and the place I ended up getting a job at did not have a job posting, and they created something because they had a need, and I was able to fill it, and so... Um, there's just, you know, don't think small just because it's not right in front of you. Keep searching for it. Um, it's worth it to find a place that that you can learn and, uh, have a good community to work at. Um, and then I would also say if you're just leaving college and you're wanting to jump into entrepreneurship immediately, find amazing mentors because there's so much to learn and, um, or jump into the workplace and figure out what you like and what you don't. Because there's a lot of things that I learned in business from the people that I've gotten to work for of how to do things and how to not do things, you know, and things I wanted to incorporate in my business and things that I definitely did not. And so, uh, you know, you just have to seek all of life as a learning opportunity of what, what, what does my, what is my dream and how can I make that happen and what does this look like?
0: Yeah, so what is, what is... What does it look like for you as a female in, in the business world? I'm just real curious. What, is, what does that look like for you?
2: Um, it, it's – I've just lost all my words. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's all I know. Um, but it definitely does have some challenges of, you know, I, I think a lot of times, especially the, when you're starting a business, for whatever reason of our world – um, you just don't expect it to be a woman all the time, especially in a more male-dominated industry. If There are a lot of really incredible female co-working spaces, but I didn't want that. You know, I wanted community across the board. And so um, you know, a lot of times people walk into Stoko and I just now got somebody to be at my front desk, but until then, it's, now it's been me. And so they walk in, and they just automatically assume I'm the receptionist. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm also young, and so that works against me. Um, Would you think it would work for you? But it doesn't. And so uh, people ask, can I speak to uh, Mr. Taylor Stokes? Is I have a gender-neutral name. And I stand up, and I shake their hand, and I say, hi, I'm Taylor Stokes. And, you know, there's always embarrassment of it's usually – it's it's always gentlemen that uh, assume that, but, you know, it's just, it, it definitely comes with its own challenges, I think, just the expectations of the world of, you know, I am unmarried and I don't have children, and I had a dream to start a business, and that's just not really the natural response, especially in the South, mm-hmm. that you really see from people, and it's incredible to be a mom and to be a wife, and, you know, there are so many different career paths, but it just wasn't mine. Um, and so it's it, it definitely has its stigmas that um, stand against it.
1: Something else uh, that you mentioned here that I want to point out for the audience because a majority of our audience, I'd say, is young air quotes mm-hmm. under thirty. Uh, sorry, Donnie. Man, <laughs> <laughs> four years over—that's uh, wow, wow. getting old, man. Uh, but like, I deal with the young thing too. Uh, when I went down to Louisiana to work. They like I walked in the office and they were like, "Oh wow, this is who they sent, like some college hire." And I was like, "This is funny." I was like, mm-hmm. "I have all your answers." So, if if you are a young audience listener out there, like just just own it. But like, yeah, you yeah. just battle through it. I just let it roll. I've let it roll off mm-hmm. my shoulder. I'm like, "Yeah, I am." You I'm, have to. I'm 24. What result do you want? Yeah. And I've asked I've asked some people that like. Where do you want us to go? Mm-hmm. I, I don't care how old I am. I'll get us there. And uh, so if you're an audience member, kind of like what you're saying too, with the dream big, like don't get locked up because you're young. Like I think a lot of, I'm not going to say my friends, but a uh, generic term, like people I'm associated with, my friends, like do use the, oh, I'm you know, I'm, I'm 24, maybe when I'm like 35 I'll, I'll be ready for that. And I, I don't think you're ever ready – to uh, dive off in that. So if you're young and you want to do it, just just do it. Yeah. Um, same thing with Christianity. Like I had a bunch of buddies in college. Oh, I'm I'm still young. I want to do, I want to do this. Like, that, what's that stopping you from following the Lord? Like age is age really is just a number. And I really want to point that out. Like whether it's business, uh, following Christianity, like it is just a number. For me, I wish I had started business and started following Christ a lot younger than I did I think the mm-hmm. earlier you do it the better so but that that's well the earlier you follow Christ no matter what is the best answer but starting a business I think in my opinion is also the best answer the earlier you start
0: so in terms of layout at Stoko, I mean what does that look like do you have like is it just workplace or I know you, we looked at the studio kind of setup so what does the layout look like of Stokoe
2: You walk in, and our lobby is inside of Fidel Co., their downtown coffee shop. Then uh, you go through a door, which you have to uh, have a, a key card or the app on your phone or someone else to let you in. And so it's a very secure location where only our members have access uh, and you walk in, and it's it's a very open atmosphere. Of there's different desks you can sit at um, that you can you know get a day pass for. That we have plugins everywhere because we have 30 electronics all the time that we have to have plugged in. My phone is always dying. My computer is probably dead right now. Um, but and so we've got we've got plugs everywhere. We've got dedicated desks if you want a spot that's all you, but it's still in like our open area community. Then we have conference rooms, podcast room, private offices, phone booths, a break room. Um, really just a place for anybody to be able to sit down and get their stuff done.
0: Awesome. So in, in order to kind of, you know, duplicate this, like, what would be the next step for you to kind of keep growing this thing?
2: Yeah, so I sat down and I, I looked at what are the things that make... Stoco unique. Of There are a lot of really great co-working spaces in this world. And so what makes Stoco, Stoco? And um, that's the environment and the people, which that I think people make environment. And so whatever you create will have your energy and your essence. And so, you know, make sure you go into something in a good spot of life and in a good headspace, because if you don't, if you don't go into it prayerfully, then it's just it's going to be a really hard uphill battle, um, but and so the the environment of the space we work with a lot of um, we lo- work with only local artists and so all of the art we have displayed are are people from Little Rock or Arkansas, um, and then you know we're we're just able to offer certain community amenities to people of networking opportunities and and lunches or we'll bring some speakers in every now and then and. Um, So it's really just duplicating that, that the space itself is easy, but it's the feeling that you get when you walk in, um, kind of like, you know, when you walk into a church, you want people to feel a certain way and you want them to feel at home and comforted of, you want that in your business too.
0: Mm. So, yeah, I mean, how do you, how how would you define kind of the, the culture of Stoke? It sounds very relational, sounds very warm, um, I mean, how, how else would you define that culture?
2: Yeah, I would say there's a, a place there for everybody. I've, we have a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different industries, creative, business, finance. Um, we've got a psychiatrist. <laughs> you know, mm. we've got all different kinds of people um, and then a lot of different kinds of beliefs too. And so we're just, we want to be welcoming to people um, and be a place where people can land when whatever season that they're in. Um, but but yeah, it, it is a very bright place. It doesn't necessarily feel like Little Rock because that that's the probably the most common phrase people use when they walk in of like, oh, I don't feel like I'm in Little Rock anymore. Right. And I think that in itself has inspired me a lot of why can't Little Rock feel like this? You know, yeah. what's stopping us from making our city something that's so grand and great that it becomes more of a destination? So yeah,
1: that is a very accurate statement. I yeah. don't feel like we're in Little Rock. At at Stoko, yeah. I absolutely love it. It is awesome. Yeah. So, I love the layout too. Thank and, you. and they have coffee. That's great
2: coffee. It's awesome. So <laughs> yeah, unlimited drip coffee. A little plug.
1: <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to like balancing in, like sharing your faith outside of work, like what does that look like? How do you decide? How do you fit in like non-work environment? Like bringing people along in your life in while you're running your business
2: um great question um I think just having people around while you do life you know of right now in this season so much of my life is involved at work but I'm trying not to let that be a barrier of you know I've uh, a lot of my really great friends have been able to come and help me out with it and so whether it's I have a doctor's appointment or I'm sick they'll come and they'll I always say they're babysitting Stoko, <laughs> but, you know, they'll come and, and they'll be a part of that with me, um, or they'll run errands with me or help me rearrange some furniture, and so I think a lot of times we can use uh, work almost as an excuse of, I don't have time for discipleship, but really we can, pe- people just want to be with you, and so, you know, allowing opportunities for that. If people will come and hang out in the lobby with me while I send some emails, you know, or Um, thankfully I'm starting to get more flexibility where I can just shut off my computer and you know have a lot of really great relationships I I do think it's great we all need to step away from technology from time to time uh, Mm -hmm. for sure at least once a day (laughs) just shut your phone off shut your computer off and you know spend time with somebody or with the Lord or however you want to do that but um, yeah I, I think it's just all about continuing to build relationships wherever you're at
1: I appreciate that. That's yeah. that's kind of one of my pitfalls. It like personally is mm-hmm. like just the work, 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 and like not like not knowing like if I can bring not if I can, but like knowing when to bring someone in. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate that answer. That that helps me out a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: sounds like Stoko is a full time gig. Any any hobbies outside of running it <laughs> running a
2: business? <laughs> yeah, I mean i I, I travel a lot. Um, I have a lot of friends that are in Nashville, and my brother's in Denver, and some friends in you know, uh, different cities around the nation. And so I think when I'm not at work, I'm really just somewhere else of, um, or I, I bought a home in 2021. And so I'm working on that a lot. Congrats. Thank you. Um, and then my dog, I, she's, I love her. Everything <laughs> <in> me, <laughs> She's the most perfect dog that has ever existed. <laughs> um, but so, you know, walking and hiking and being outside, I think sunshine is just the best gift from God (laughs) that we've ever gotten. So I'm really ready for Summer to be here.
0: Now that you have one team member, how has your leadership kind of developed and how do you personally define leadership?
2: I oh as bringing, I I think similar to discipleship because they really are one and the same Um, but bringing people along with you whether uh, in a place that you've already been. And so I'd, it's, it's hard to lead somebody in the dark if you haven't been in that situation mm-hmm. of, um, you know, for example, one of my great friends, she just lost her, her mom, mm-hmm. and um, I can't even imagine how that feels, and so I'm just able to be there for her. and um, But in other areas, maybe I can lead her. And so it's just a... But, I, I don't know, I think you have to take that situationally sometimes. So if there are people that are younger than me that I'm able to lead or, you know, I've, I'm a step above, a step ahead, not above, but ahead in certain situations and then in certain situations and maybe the same friendships or, you know, the same relationships, I'm a step behind. And so um, I think just it's it's the back to doing life with people of, of let people be vulnerable and let people see what the mistakes that you've made and where you've gone and where you're continuing to go.
0: And it's really all rooted in that relationship, right, which Mm -hmm. discipleship, leadership, it's all rooted in, in, you know, relationships and so.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of times we take leadership or discipleship, and it seems like such a daunting task because it's, you know, we're trying to approach somebody that we don't know, that um, we're not sure their struggles, but we know they have them, and because we all do, and it's just a, it, it seems so formal, and I don't think it has to be that way. Mm, that's of good. You build the relationship and you have that connection and then you let it flow from there of, you know, does this person want to be led? Because if they don't, don't want to be a disciple, then you're going to get nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I've been in a situation where I don't want to learn in that moment, I'm not going to learn. You know, I'm not listening. And so you just have to be aware of where you are with those people and you know, kind of let them take the lead almost of how you can lead them.
0: That's so good, and it really transitions into my next question. Kai and I, we love to read books of all kinds, and so do you have any recommendations for a good book or good books that you've read over the past year as it relates to discipleship, leadership, entrepreneurship?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Dream Big by Bob, Bob. Goff. <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> um, I, that's the the one. I read that a couple of years ago, and then I just reread it here recently. Um and then uh, there's a couple of books. This is specifically if they are women listening, but Jenny Allen, I think her Get Out of Your Head um, is incredible. It helped me a lot during the pandemic. Um, just be able to kind of get out from what I was um, consumed with and uh, start, you know, to, to, to dream again and to figure out what I wanted to do next. Um, but... There's a lot of books. Those are the two that I've popped into my head. Yeah, but uh, there's just so many resources out there, and people that have. I mean, you can let people lead you that you've never met. You know, if right. there's so many knowledgeable people have used these as a resource of what um, what you want to be doing next.
0: So, if if an audience member want to learn more about Stoko, like where can they go to to find you or Again, get connected to you or Stoko.
2: Uh, you can follow us on social media. We've got Instagram and Facebook, uh, Stoko Work S T O K O Work, or our website is Stoko dot Work, um, and. Uh, I can send y'all my email address. But that is taylor at stoko.org.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you, if you drop us that, we'll yeah. drop it in the bio. So cool. for the audience, we'll... Absolutely. And then Stoko spelled S-T-O-K-O. That's it. So yep. that, that's how you spell that? You
2: don't have to worry about putting the little line above the O.
0: Yeah, I don't even know how to do that.
2: You hold down the O and press 7.
0: Oh, really? Yep.
1: Well, I learned something new this morning. Yeah. I didn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> um, just one last caveat for... Following our Clay McKinney episode with the book, I did go by God and Money. Yeah. And I've been reading through it right now. But audience, like, if you are a strong business individual, I would suggest reading God and Money. Like it is personally like one of the most beneficial books I've read in a really long time. Just kind of taking away that like Almost desire to make a lot of money for the wrong reasons, Mm. but like growing my desire to make even more money for the right reasons. So, just wanted to caveat that in here. Yeah,
0: Yeah, remind remind us who's the author of of that book? Dude, I just catch you so bad. (laughs) So bad. I don't know. I'm the same way. We uh, yeah, we we can add in the bio at some point. But the
1: letters are red on the cover. Yeah, (laughs) I think.
0: (laughs) And at some point, we will. Within our Instagram page, we'll eventually create a little resource document that, you know, will take you to a website with all the recommended reading lists. And so, yeah, within the ne- near future, we'll, we'll kind of get that on Instagram. And then that way we will have the, uh, the author's name to this book. And yeah. I will
2: say, money with business of... I would I would I would just look if you're looking to start a business of of what is the true root of why mm. you're doing it. And what is your why? What is your why? Of if it is to make money, that's going to look a lot different than if it is, uh, you know, like my main goal is to build community and to have a lot of fun along the way. And so, you know, what am I doing to build community every day? Of how how am I you know helping people build relationships? And so, um, I, I would just take a look. And if your main drive is money. Of maybe dissect that a little bit too. Of Mm. why is why is that the main? I mean, money is great, but also it's not the the problem solver. Right.
0: We have to keep the lights on, right? And Mm -hmm. so we have to do our job in an excellent manner. But at some point, if we're just focused on money, you know, eventually we can fall into that trap as well. Then that could be devastating.
2: It's never enough. Or exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, audience, I I think we're going to wrap up another good week here. Thank y'all for listening. Um, it's been awesome. Thank y'all for just, I think we're ramping up more and more speakers and getting more tuned in to what y'all want to hear. So hey, I love y'all. Thanks for listening. Hope. Awesome. Taylor, thank you so much. Hope
0: Thanks you have a wonderful for day. Me. This is great. Awesome.